Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the block, Andrew Jones. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won the grand final. He's got the ball. Jared I've made it no secret, the Newcastle Knights, they're a side that I was really high on about three months ago. I thought that they could genuinely be, you know, push for a top four berth. I thought that they could genuinely over the next few years push for a premiership. And I'm not saying they can't, but, mate, as far as 2021 goes, uh, as I've said a lot of times, the optics around them ever since the Mitchell Pierce, this Mitch Barnett thing, um, the captaincy rotation, the... David Clemmer being left out of the captaincy side. It just it hasn't felt right to me, to be honest with you. And it hasn't all made sense to me. Uh, bringing Blake Green back, there's been rumours that he's going to be the captain. He's not the round one captain, uh, but obviously he's not going to be there. Uh, the two fellas that got it good on them, uh, but I think it's been made pretty clear that they are round one captains. I think Blake Green will be the skipper. Means he essentially your best player last year, Kurt Mann. He's not going to be playing his preferred position that he carved up at last year. So there's just there's a lot of moving pieces here. And my number one comment throughout this whole thing is that it's a lot of pressure on Adam O'Brien. Yes, he's come through the Melbourne Storm system. I understand that, but as a head coach, you know, as, as if COVID wasn't a big enough test for him, now he's got to deal with this situation, and it's a lot to take in because there are a lot of moving pieces here. Uh, Tyson Brazell walks in the building. Mitch Barnett gets better. Connor Watson returns from injury. Braley returns from injury. Uh, Pierce, another year older. Kalen Ponger, another year older. Bradman Best returns from injury, another year older. There's just there are so many positives to take out of this side. There's just so many positive things going on here, but entire saga this preseason it has it has the potential to derail everything at Newcastle and God knows how long it could derail it for and I've spoken about this a lot and I must say Adam O'Brien I obviously don't know him personally I just think it's going to be a huge test for him and I saw this interview on NRL.com I watched it the other day and I'm not sure who the interviewer is I would give him credit but I'm not sure the name of the person to be honest with you if anyone does know send me a message Um, but I watched this video and it only goes for about five minutes but then I just thought I just have to share it with you guys. I thought he handles this so well. He gives a lot of explanations to a lot of questions I've had this offseason. So I've recorded the audio. It is directly from NRL.com. You can watch it there yourself if you would rather. It probably is better uh, with the visual as well. There's a little bit here where on the visual it shows uh, the press conferences where Adam O'Brien was pretty critical of the Newcastle Knights, and that just sort of appears in this audio. Um, you'll be able to pick up on, on the gist of it, but I would highly advise you go to NRL.com and you have a watch of this. Uh, it is worth seeing and sort of answers a lot of questions for me, and it gives me a little bit more confidence in the Newcastle Knights. I spoke to Finchie the other day, and he was just so positive about Adam O'Brien. He obviously had a bit to do with him in Melbourne. Uh, so that filled me with a lot of confidence as well, and 
off the back of this, I don't know. Everything just looks a little bit brighter in Newcastle to me all of a sudden. Uh, interesting comments on David Clemmer as well, but I'll hand it over to Adam O'Brien. Uh, this is the interview from NRL.com. I thought it was really interesting. A coaching apprenticeship that lasted more than a decade as an assistant under two of the real modern-day greats. You were thrown in the deep end last year as head coach of the Knights. How did it compare to your initial expectations? It certainly exceeded. Um, I felt really prepared, but then you throw COVID in, you know, you couldn't react to everything. You had to be really careful and not to panic players and had to try and keep things calm when everything else was a little bit crazy. I guess one of the tough things is keeping everyone in your roster on the same page. Uh, earlier this year, we saw two of your players, Mitchell Pearce and Lachlan Fitzgibbon, disagree due to a highly publicised incident. How big a test was that for you and for the playing group? I don't think it was a test for me personally. I think it was a test for us as a, as a group. I understand that they were angry, but they, at the same time, they seen a remorseful player and friend that needed their, I guess, support times of turbulence and stuff like that you can either come out of it stronger or you'll uh, you'll break apart and I'm really fortunate the groups come together. Mitch has since stood down as captain yep. you've named a five-man leadership group among them Kalen Ponga at just yep. 22. Do you think Kalen's ready to captain your club? Yeah I believe so because of who he is he's elite players and he understands that that's what comes with being an elite player is pressure and that's there whether he's in this group or not so I don't think that changes and I think he welcomes that. The one big omission out of that group, David Clemmer. He's 27 years old, he's played 19 tests for Australia, 14 matches for New South Wales. Why was he overlooked? I think uh, the thing I love about David is his temperament, and I was fearful that putting that pressure on him in the leadership group, I don't think that he's a player that needs a title, but I do know that he's a player that when there's fire in his belly and he's not too concerned about you know, what's, I guess, politically correct as a captain, then I don't want to lose that fire. Whether we came here with just the complete wrong mindset based on ladder position, based on results, and that's not the team that we need to be. Yeah, I'm embarrassed for the people that sat out in that rain for 80 minutes. It's not good enough. We need to move on from that really quickly because that, that performance and me carrying on about it ain't going to help us next week. When we look back at 2020, uh, three times you publicly questioned the team's attitude. Upon reflection, why do you think that message wasn't cutting through? Ah, look, I'd have to look inwards on that too. I play a part in our peak and valley type approach to the season. Experience is what gets you through when you're not feeling great or you're going through a tough period. And, you know, unfortunately the boys haven't had a decade where they can draw back on some experience. So we, we need to create that now. How will the recruitment of Tyson Frizzell help that? He's a very good symbol for our younger guys of what it takes to be elite and be consistent at an elite level. You led the Knights back to their first final series in seven years last year, but you were knocked out in week one of the finals. Was that a failure or was that a step in the right direction? Both. I think we're in the finals for 80 minutes. That's what I look at. So I'm not content with that and neither of the playing group. We want to get back there and we want to stay longer this year. There's a lot of talk about Craig Bellamy's future and believe it or not, your name's been linked to a return. Do you have any interest in returning to Melbourne? It's funny, before I got the Knights job, I think I was linked to every job that was vacant. I was in the last paragraph and it doesn't help the team that you know, I'm coaching today, so I don't give it too much energy. 
You're contracted with the Knights until the end of next year. Do you see your long-term future here with the club and you want to build a bright future with the Knights? Yeah, definitely. I'm really happy with the club, our lifestyle as a, as a family up there in Newcastle. I enjoy the playing group. There's a lot to be grateful for. Right, so what excites you most about season 2021 with the Knights? Look, I think we've recruited really well. We've got some guys coming back with Jaden through injury. Greeny will be back with us for some experience. I think Bradman's going to be better for the season. I think Tex Hoy will be better. Connor Watson comes back. So I've listed a fair few positives there already. And the 11 is Fitzgibbon. He sliced through, got the ball away to Bradman. Newcastle are in again.